Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Colliders assemble here on this Saturday night, March the 2nd, here on the Fightful YouTube channel. Rick Uccino, Iridian Fierro. Let's let's put the names up there so y'all know who exactly we are up in this. Let's change that brand color. Oh, boy. <laughs> green does not mesh well at all, does it? There we go. Let's let's get a little closer. This is perfect. You can tell we are we are prepped, rocked and ready to go. That's close enough. All right. Enough with that. But we are here. On the eve of AEW Revolution tomorrow, this was the go-home show. Uh, A lot of action right out of the gate. Some great promo work tonight. A really, really chaotic main event, eight-man tag match tonight. Lot to dive into, Iridian. We'll talk a little bit about tomorrow's show as well, because why the heck not? How are you doing? Feels like I haven't talked to you in like 10 years. Yes, it's finally good to have you back on a show. You know, we've been, it's like one of us here, one of us isn't. So, you know, we're, we're back together, but we are missing Cresta. So yes. she will be missed. She's here in spirit tonight, um, but I'm sure she's having a great time. <laughs> Yes. Look, this this is one of the things that I love about this panel. We utilize the free bird rule to the best of its ability. There are just some nights where it's going to be where all three of us are here. We're ready for trios action. Sometimes, you know, we're going to have to shake it up a little bit. Like I'm I'm I got a show I got to do on LW next Saturday, so I'm not going to be here, but I'll be here after that. I'm kind of like one week in, one week out kind of thing. I would have been here when we were supposed to have a show, but there wasn't a collision. So there was no reason for me to be on. So I just kind of had a Saturday night off for the first time, and I, I I don't even I don't even remember. But I'm happy to be here with you, Iridian. I always love doing a show with you. Thank you, everybody, for joining us all. 378 of you here on a Friday night, Saturday night. I know what night it is. Saturday nights are for fighting. That's where we're at. On a Saturday night, get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. Our expert moderator Drew will uh, comb through them all. Crack the whip. Make sure I read every single one of them before we get through the entirety of the show here tonight. And this 
on the heels of Ridian of a show where there was absolutely no physical altercation until the first 45 minutes of the show on SmackDown. <laughs> this one jumped right out of the gate. Mark Briscoe was like, nah, I'm ready to start whooping some ass. And this was one of the more beautifully choreographed ass whoopings that I have seen in quite some time. Mark Briscoe's offense as he he jumps Buddy Matthews from behind. And then it was just almost poetry, just how fluid he was with his attack. I love the springboard off of the chair, sent on on top of Buddy through the table to the outside. And then he wasn't even done at that point. He picks Buddy to throw him back up into the ring. He goes and grabs the spike. And then we get big Brody coming down. We get Malachi coming down and he's just dancing back and forth between them. We get several, um, we get several spike teases and there was a beautiful camera shot where it looked like everybody was finally down. Mm -hmm. Mark's about to stab Malachi with the, with the spike. And then buddy comes out of nowhere and hits him with the running knee. And then they're fighting up the apron. And then this man, has the audacity to try to set Buddy Murphy on fire using the pyro cannons. This man was out of his damn mind. I loved it. I loved every second of this opening tonight. Already. This was such a great open to collision tonight, man. Mark Briscoe came out there and said, I'm not going to wait for the bell to ring. You're not going to catch me slacking. And the fact that he brought out the table first, I was a little scared, right? Because we know the rule. If you yeah. bring it out, you set it up, you Your go ass through is going it. through it. Yeah. Yes. So that didn't happen tonight. And I'm like, wow, what a wonderful surprise. That spot was insane. Him jumping off of the chair over the top rope onto Buddy into the table. Insane. Literally insane. And the element of fire. Now, people, I saw people on Twitter. They were like, well, he wasn't really by the flames, right? But we know at the wrestling shows, those flames are hot. It is humid in there. You start sweating the moment they come up, especially if you're close to them. So... I'm glad everyone was okay. <laughs> that Iranian, I remember, I'm trying to remember which one it was. I, I think it was Tampa. All right. Mm -hmm. I think it was WrestleMania 37 in Tampa. Raymond James Stadium. Mm -hmm. We were in the press box. The doors were closed. The windows were closed. Mm -hmm. And we are a good 150 yards away from the stage. When Drew McIntyre came out, and they lit the stage on fire. When I tell you, he felt the heat in the press box 150 yards away through closed glass windows. I got a new appreciation for those performers who are on the effing stage. Yes. Stuff's going off. No, and I have a story like that too. Um, We were at a WWE show. I think it was like a Monday Night Raw. And The Undertaker made a surprise appearance at the very end of the show. I was in the 300 level. I was nosebleeds, right? And as soon as those flames came up, it was so hot. I have no idea how they do it. But props to Buddy because he was probably like, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do it. And it looked amazing. Yeah, just don't touch that thing because, you know, metal also. Uh, I, by the way, I love our analysis here of how we have to go in-depth about how hot fire is. <laughs> like that is, the, so that is the kind of in-depth analysis that you get here yeah. on the AEW <laughs> Collision Post Show. Breaking news. Fire people... is hot. Yes, the people need to know. 
Good Lord. Either way, this was a fun opening to the show. Mark Briscoe stands tall. Security saves the day from from Buddy Matthews turning into Kane. And we move on uh, with our happy lives. Make sure to. Yes, a shock fire is indeed hot. Thank you so much for that. Make sure to get your super chats in, get your humper chats in. It is the way uh, to guarantee that your comment will get read on the air tonight. We get a great backstage interview, I believe was shot earlier this week. Well, this was all, this wasn't a live show. It was all shot earlier this week. So, which is why I appreciate over 300 people being here on a pre-tape show. Thank you so much. Uh, but we get Swerve backstage and he is selling the effects of Hangman Adam Page just whooping his ass on Wednesday with that crutch promising not to take his eyes off of hangman Adam page again, mm-hmm. but also promising to do whatever it takes to take the AEW championship off of Samoa Joe Iridian. I ask you, can that man do both at the same time? I'm wondering <laughs> If they just telegraph the finish to this damn thing, I am wondering if Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland, because we we saw Page later on, so passionate, on fire, proclaiming that Swerve Strickland will not win. He would rather die with a capital D, I, and E than have Swerve win the AEW world title. Which, that's insane, right? When Hangman was like, literally yelling, I would rather die. I'd be like, sir. Calm down a little bit, a little bit. He was very angry, extremely this is angry. so personal. I love so it. personal. Yes. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I do too. Like, I, I love this so much, but it definitely feels like Samoa Joe's kind of flying under the radar here. Mm. And it makes me feel like Joe's going to end up winning because Hangman and Swerve are not going to be able to focus on him at some kind of key moment when they need to. And he's going to sneak in on somebody and make him go to sleep and retain. At least that's, that's what I'm kind of reading the tea leaves here. I feel like, I feel like Swerve's going to have this match one, mm-hmm. but he's going to focus on hangman a little too much. And that's going to open the door for Samoa Joe. Maybe I'm reading into it, but that's how I feel about it. No, I I'm right there with you. I agree with you. I think that this story has become so personal and Swerve has said it, right? He's like, you know, I've done some stuff. You know, I went into this man's home and now we're on a whole nother level of this. So it's going to be interesting to see how Joe in this match really plays a factor because I know Hangman and Swerve are just going to really want to kill each other in this match. (laughs) So where's Samoa Joe going to come in? He might even just exit out of the ring, let them have their moments and then come in and be the hero and keep his championship, right? Yeah, I mean, you know Joe is going to play it smart. If there's anything that Joe does, he is a tactician in the ring. Sometimes his anger can get the better of him, but he tends to one of the things I love about him as a performance, he's able to harness his anger and target it. He 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 doesn't usually get outsmarted or anything like that when he's in the ring. So mm-hmm. this match is going to be fun. There's a lot of match. Like, obviously, I'm looking forward to the main event, Sting's final match. That's why I am, as soon as we're wrapping up here, I'm getting my happy ass in bed. My alarm's going off at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning, and I am driving to Greensboro, North Carolina, to check out this show in person. Uh, that's what sold me the ticket there. Uh, but 
this match on the card is just going to be a cherry on top uh, of that. Now, we did get a trios match to open up the show. Our first official action of the night here, Iridian. It was Penta El Ceramiro versus the bounty hunter Brian Keith versus Dante Martin. The winner got put into the all-star scramble tomorrow to determine the number one contender mm-hmm. for the AEW world champion, which will, I believe will be Samoa Joe after uh, it's all said and done. Dante Martin, he ends up winning this. Mm-hmm. He hits Penta with a destroyer on the outside, ends up putting the big splash uh, on Brian Keith. He moves on. He's going to be added to the scramble. I like that addition, by the way. It's a nice... Uh, change of pace to some of the big meaty guys we got in the ring to throw Dante Martin in there. Uh, so that's going to be a really nice dynamic. There's It's a nice eclectic group that they've assembled for this, uh, this all-star scramble tomorrow. Um, Dante Martin might have the prettiest sunset flip in the game. <laughs> like, in the game. Like, yeah. that's the big takeaway I had from this match. Watching that man, like, shoot up like a freaking jet and then just do a complete plummet down. And like he paused in midair already. The man paused. He flew. The yeah. man literally flew tonight. He like stopped mm-hmm. and then came down and hit the sunset. Ridiculous. Yeah. Dante is so talented. And I know we talk about it a lot here, how we're really big fans of him and that he's just been plagued with some unfortunate injuries. Um, and when he came out tonight, the first thing I thought about, I was like, is that match? Because that match, you know, Pencil was also there. And that's when he got injured, um, which was the the nastiest injury in wrestling that I've, that I've seen live, you know, happen in, in that moment. So um, I'm really glad that he picked up the win. You know, I think he deserves it. And hopefully this gets him pushed towards hopefully a mid a mid card title because this guy is fantastic and just working his way up i think he'll be able to do that um i was not expecting him to pick up the win i'm like all right penta i feel like he was the crowd favorite even though brian keith was in there i think there was a little bit more penta uh chance i don't know if you feel the same way but that's that's how it came up on on my screen but yeah surprisingly the crowd was a little quiet for this one that I was expecting. It did get some This Is Awesome chance that it picked up, but also we got to remember this was a show that was taped after a show, so that may be why the crowd looked a little lighter. That might be why the crowd didn't have as much energy typically. I've been at these, okay? I, I was at a, a Dynamite Rampage taping in Cincinnati two years ago, and oh yeah, boy, let me tell you, especially when they were, that was back when they were taping uh, what were the, oh god what were the youtube shows what were those called dark? Uh, yeah dark and dark there was the other one elevation uh elevation Ele- yeah I yeah think whatever so. whatever the youtube shows were so they did two hours of that first then a two-hour dynamite and then they taped rampage after that oh that's a long night all right five straight hours of action boom 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 that and- and who knows if they taped Ring of Honor there too, you know, this week. So if they yeah. had a little bit of everything, that was still a five hour, six hour show. Yeah. Yeah. Dark and dark elevation. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate that. I, I knew I was close. I knew I was in the ballpark. I just, I don't know. I, my memory is shit on toast. So thank you guys so much for that. Yeah. Um. And I agree. Somebody said it in the chat earlier. I'd like to see Brian start winning some matches on a more regular basis because he is really, really good. Mm-hmm. But winning this match when he hasn't picked up a ton of wins to, you know, he hasn't quite 
for me in a storyline capacity earned his way into a number one contenders match. So I'm, I I'm, I'm really happy they went with Dante in this. And I think he's going to have a, uh, a really, really good showing. We'll talk more about that match coming up a little bit because I want to dive into what Wardlow had to say uh, a little bit later on. Uh, get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in, guys. Uh, like Zach sending in, Rick, hope to see you at the show, exclamation point. Uh, we are planning a Fightful community meeting, if that interests you at all, in the Discord. Absolutely, it interests me. I will. Uh, it's all going to depend on when I get there, right? Best laid plans. I'm, try- I'm hoping to leave at 5 or 6 in the morning. I still have not packed, uh, and it's a seven-hour drive. I don't know if I'm going to hit traffic. I don't know this, that, and this. So I don't know what time I'm getting into town. I don't know how tired I'm going to be. We will see. Hopefully, uh, I can make it out there, and everything will be, everything will be, uh, everything will be cool, and I can make it out there. So that would be cool. We did get uh, two women's matches on the show for us tonight, Iridium. Yes, always hey. applause that Mariah May and and Helica Risk. Now. First off, Nigel on commentary during oh the RMA matches. Oh my that man went full-blown clown show. Full-blown clown show when she blew him a kiss and he literally just <laughs> fall down to the ground. Just total sell job. Like, he I is, love Nigel so much. He's so dramatic. I absolutely <laughs> live for it. He does the most... And I feel like it's it's really you need to be so talented to do that, right? Because it's not going to work with everybody. The fact that Nigel is kind of so smooth with it, he literally dedicated himself to falling off of that chair, laying on the floor for like one minute, one minute solid. It was amazing. Tell me that man can't take a bump. Period. <laughs> He's prepping for his match with Brian Danielson. I'll tell oh, you that. Happening. Yeah, that's happening. That's that's got to happen sooner rather than later. Um, this this match was a straight ass whooping. This match made Mariah May look so good tonight, and I have to give all the credit in the world to Angelica. It is such a undervalued role to be put in when you're said, "Hey, go out there, make your opponent look good." Like that is your only goal is to go out there sell the offense, take the moves, make your opponent look good tonight. That is your job. She excelled at that tonight. Mariah's offense looked crisp. It looked painful. She absolutely put it out there for Mariah May tonight. She deserves some flowers for it. She made her look really, really good. And that's only going to help her in the long run. We were talking about this before we went on the air tonight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like we said, I feel like this is only going to help Angelica have more eyes on her too because she made mariah look so good now mind you mariah doesn't need people to make her look good because she she works right she's a great wrestler she's She's fantastic that's not what we're saying but angelica also had a lot to do with that it was really really great i don't know what the plans are for mariah and tony which maybe i do i feel like mariah is gonna get tired of tony not noticing her and then she's gonna be like this is it right we're not friends anymore so I am excited to see when that happens, but I do think, you know, we're going to continue to see Mariah have these really, really good matches and finally get fed up and be like, hey, you are not taking me seriously and I'm a real competitor. I'm right here. So what are we doing? But back to Nigel, that man, (laughs) okay, I'm going to be thinking about that all week. This man dropped to the floor and laid there. (laughs) Incredible. He's great. 
I, I love Nigel on commentary. He's willing to go the extra mile and yeah, throw himself at the feet of, of the lovely women inside the ring. We, we, we bow down uh, to Nigel. Uh, you alluded to the issues with Tony as she, uh, she comes down after Mariah gets the win. And it looks like Mariah is just like as happy as I'm like, oh my God, she finally watched me. She holds her arms out for a hug and Tony just like ducks like she's about to get a clothesline thrown at her immediately grabs the microphone and and calls out Deanna Perrazzo down to the ring. First off, before we get into a lot of what they talked about, I loved the split screen that they oh. had where half of it was the Tony Storm old timey film noir black and white and then Deanna was in color. Oh, that was such a good effect. It was so perfect. It, it, it honestly, I, I don't know if the segment needed it, but I'm so happy it was there. It was really cool. You know, they've they've started to do that more. And I really hope that the production truck is getting paid a bonus <laughs> because that has to be so difficult. Like, you got to be ready. You're going to be like, all right, camera, black and white. Let's go. Like, you have to do that in real time. Right. So, I mean, maybe not for this show, but usually when they do it, they have to do it in real time. So yeah. props to them, Tony. You better be cutting them their check. <laughs> By the way, I see you guys in the chat talking about seven hours of uh, her saying seven hours of driving pass Drew saying I would have been there, but it, it was an eight hour drive for me, please. After driving 16 hours down to Tampa, this is going to be nothing. This is going to be an absolute cakewalk for me. Are you kidding me? And by the way, before you sit here and say, Rick, you're insane for driving to these places. No, no, no. I just went down and itemized all my travel last year for flying out to Los Angeles and this, that, and the other thing. It is so much cheaper to drive. Holy hell. I'd rather spend 16 hours in a car than three hours on a plane. Believe you me. Uh, we got a super chat from Laurent Ford saying, I thought both women's matches were good tonight, but when are we going to get to a point where we get two women's matches that are not squashes? That's a very good point. Very good point is being made. I, you know, again, Rick, you and I, we talked about this a little bit before that I said, you know, once we get to the Thunder Rosa match, I completely missed that match because I went to go get a snack. I heard Thunder Rosa's music and then I'm like, all right, great. Let me just go run back over there. By the time I ran back, the match was oh. over. I don't know what happened. So you're going to have to tell me what happened later. But Mariah's, I thought, was pretty good. And again, because it furthered her story, we got to see her interactions with Tony. And I thought it was like a, an okay length match. And then when I heard Thunder Rosa's music, I'm like, great, we're getting two matches. That happened last week. We're moving on forward. Tony's listening. We're progressing. And then we're giving the ladies squash matches. And I'm like, we could have maybe shortened a men's match. Maybe we didn't need so many promos. Like, we can figure out a way to give the women time. Yeah, to and be fair, we got a lot of women on the show tonight. Very true. Very true. We got to see, you know, Serena Deeb come out there. We got to see Chris Statlander and Willow. Um we, you know, again, Tony and, and, and Deanna. So, yes, the women are being featured. But again, when they have their matches, you need to give them their time to shine. I, I, I. I'm fairly confident in saying. There's light at the end of the tunnel here. Oh, yeah. And we'll talk about it when we get to yeah. Serena uh, and what she had to say here in a little bit. But let's talk about this conversation between uh, Tony and Deanna. Uh, Tony comes out there and 
talks about their past, talks about what they've been doing in AEW, confesses that she does love Deanna, but says that there is only room for one of them. And as long as she is alive, it will never be Deanna. It's always going to be Tony's time. Deanna grabs the mic, tells Tony that she has her head so far up her own ass that she is going to lose the very thing that started this little delusional world that she's been living in. And then she told Tony she hopes that she has a bidet, Iridian, because she is going to break both of her arms in this match, and it's going to be very difficult for her to wipe her own ass with two broken arms. That's wild. <laughs> okay. Props. That's some of the best women's dialogue I've heard in a long time. Yes. Props to the women for not only going out there and really, you know, proving themselves night after night, but the writing is, is, is giving, right? Like the promos are out there. They are delivering and I'm invested. I might've not been invested when they first got there. Maybe when they were talking about how they were roommates and they have the same tattoos, I was still like, Mm, all right like i get it it's just another one of those matches that's like you, you guys were friends but now you're enemies and you know but i'm there now i am there and good thing because the pay-per-view is tomorrow so <laughs> do we so think this is a, a little taste of the uh jen peppermint effect maybe oh with her maybe. signing signing in and working in with the ladies maybe maybe possibly I, I don't maybe that's something for sean to answer and, you know, he typically does the whole producer rundown thing on Fightful Select, by the way, just $5. That's $5 you're going to spend in the entire business. Get all of Sean's great work, the scoops ahead of time. Don't don't worry about whether some other site is aggregating it correctly and relaying the correct information to you. Just get it straight from Sean's magic fingertips right to your email. And, and if you sign up, you know, you pay your $5 a month, you got Fightful Select. You also get access to our Discord. It's on and popping. We have literally a chat for everything. So make there sure you, that you guys get access to that. It's great. Uh, we did get Tony kissing Deanna at the end of it, and then they start their fist fight. And then, though, Mariah still trying to get the, the adulation of her hero mm -hmm. breaks it up and ends up getting a foot to the face for uh for her troubles this i did enjoy this segment a lot tonight and i'm looking forward to this match tomorrow i think tony wins but i i i, I want yeah. i don't want this to end i i never wanted this to be a one-off i wanted this to continue and there's more there's going to be more meat on the bone especially as tony continues to shun mariah like you talked about yeah and this is i, I feel like again i feel tony's going to pick up the the win tomorrow especially because like you said this story does need to continue and if diana gets that championship have you guys seen chuck norris lately he's still kicking butt staying active well into his 80s what's even more shocking is he looked more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age and it's all thanks to morning kick a revolutionary new daily drink from roundhouse provisions that combines ultra potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix it with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike the other green drinks out there, this one tastes exactly like strawberry lemonade, has hundreds of five-star reviews. I love the taste of this. I love the way that I feel after drinking it. I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. Body looks leaner. I have energy all day. I just feel younger. And the flavor is so much better than other green drinks. 
Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful for up to 44% off your regular priced order. Every purchase is packed with a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, boost of energy, and overall a healthier body, go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She's not going to be looking at Tony Storm anymore. She's going to be moving on to the next competitors. So we need to have this continue. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. I'm ready. I'm really excited to see this match. We got a super chat from Van Twin Blade. Appreciate it. Cap, Uchino, and Major Fierro. What is up? Favorite anime of all time. Mine is Black Lagoon. Oh. Uh, best MCR album. It's Three Cheers and Sweet Revenge for Me. I don't know what MCR is. I apologize. My Chemical Romance. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I don't, don't have... abbreviate things. I know, I know. It's it's tough when when things get abbreviated. Guys, we're getting to that age. Stop abbreviating things. Okay? If it's My Chemical Romance, it's Black Parade. Whatever, whatever the album that uh, Black Parade was on. I love I... that song in college. It's. I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't have a favorite, um, uh, my chemical romance album, but, um, I'm still watching my hero academia. I think that's really, really good. I haven't finished this. So no spoilers guys. Don't put any of that in the chat. No spoilers <laughs> here. Okay. Um, does, does Pokemon count as an anime? We're moving on. We're talking about collision now. We're uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't, I, I if it's not, like, does Bluey count? I watch, you know. I am tackling. Everyone in the chat is like, the Black Parade is from the Black Parade. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. All right. <laughs> Guys. All right. So here's the thing. I get a lot of crap about my music. I don't know. Band, like, if it's not Green Day or, like, somebody, like, really, really popular, like Taylor Swift. Are you I, saying My Chemical Romance is not really, really popular? No, no, no. What I'm saying is. Unless it's like a huge, like top of the line mainstream star, or it's a band that I bought every album of theirs when I was younger, like a Green Day. I don't know band names. I don't know song names. I'm the guy who was like, oh, I like this one. And I turn it on the radio and I crank the radio up. Like literally, that's it. That, that's it. I, I'm terrible at like music trivia, art, knowing the artists who did what. I'm terrible at it. So you can't ask me what my favorite album is unless it's a Green Day album and it's American Idiot. All right. That's that's what it is. Uh, speaking of American Idiots, here's a here's our good friend Sean Rossap with a. Uh, nah, it was terrible. That was a terrible segue. He's going right, to be like, that. you're not allowed to do the post show anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Saturday night's off. No. Okay. All right. Hang on. Sean's got a message for you guys. Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call up. With BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in-person visits. No trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you, 
your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew. And the code Fightful helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top, if you know what I mean. Memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. Thank you, Sean. We appreciate it so much. Welcome back here on the AEW Collision Review Show. Rick Uchino, Iridian Fierro here on the Fightful YouTube channel. Make sure to hit that thumbs up button. Make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already. We appreciate you guys joining us here late night on a Saturday night. We had the Bang Bang Scissor Gang in action tonight. They did not let Max rap tonight. That was a little uh, awkward there as... uh, we was Jay White walked by, kind of gave him the old shoulder bump as he was in mid sentence. And okay, I need I'm gonna need help with with the comments on this one. Do you guys think that last week he really messed up? That Max really forgot his rap, and they're trying to clean it up this week, or if this is all part of a storyline? Because I went back last week and I saw, and Max kind of looked like he, you know, he said his one line and he didn't look like he forgot but they looked like there was something something there so let me know what you guys think because last week i me and cresta were roasting this man we were like there's no way you forgot this rap dude like find the beat get back to it yeah look maybe he did and maybe they're trying to turn it into a storyline now and make it you know part of the thing We'll, we'll see if this continues into tomorrow we'll see if this continues into next week uh and you know, potentially they uh, he doesn't get to rap for a while and maybe they're turning it into a storyline because some of his last few raps haven't gone over that well uh, with the crowd. So we'll, we'll see here. But there was definitely something there. He was a little bit miffed by this. Uh, they went up against the Dark Order. The other thing I noticed. Colton was the one who was announced for this match, wasn't he? And then it was Austin who was actually wrestling. Really? I did not notice that. It, am I am I losing my mind? I could I swear Colton got announced for the match. Maybe I, I was taking down notes and I'm like, oh, okay, so it's it's gonna be Colton in the acclaim. Then I'm like, why is Austin in the ring? I'm confused. Was there anybody else who can confirm that, or am I just losing my dang mind? But regardless, I, I thought uh there was a mistake there. It ended up being Austin and the acclaimed against the dark order. I thought this was a pretty fun match. Uh, Max uh, takes advantage. He tags himself in at the right moment, hits the mic drop, and he gets the win. So he gets shunned in the opening, but he picks up the win, and then everybody's all hunky-dory, except there was some weird weird thing where, like, nobody could get the right belts, and then Billy Gunn was like, wait, where's my title? And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, hey, and somebody chucks him one. I don't know. These guys together, I don't, I don't know. It feels weird. It just feels awkward, these two groups together. (laughs) No, I'm with you. Cresta and I talked about this last week that maybe we flew too close to the sun with this, right? Like, we (laughs) pictured it in our head and we're like, yes, bang, bang, scissor gang. And now that we have it, it's like, "Mm, I don't really know about that, right? Like, maybe we should take a few steps back because we already see it's not working. Jay White 
I feel like it's only a matter of time before he boots these guys out. Like, and I really think that the one who's going to do it is Juice. I think Juice Robinson is going to come back and be like, what are we doing here? This is not the original Bang Bang Gang. So we need to be who we were before. And when it was working, I just, I don't know. This faction is just not doing it for me. Uh, by the way, it, Chad agrees with me. I was right on the fact that it was Colton that was announced. And a lot of people think it's going to be storyline. So we're both right. We're, we're both awesome. So Great. there we go. There we go, uh, Iridian. Yeah, um, I think my biggest problem with the Bang Bang Scissor Gang is their existence does not make sense right now because the whole reason why they got together was because they got jumped by the Undisputed Kingdom and then they haven't feuded with the Undisputed, Undisputed. Kingdom. <laughs> Undisputed Kingdom does not give a crap about them. They were collateral damage, so there's like really no point for these guys to continue to pal around. I I feel like right now there's a little bit of oversaturation of factions in AEW. And uh, we we continue to see that later tonight in, in the private party match. But I, I'm just not with it. I feel like maybe we just need to separate some of these. I feel like you stick with the Blackpool Combat Club. You stick with the you know Dark Order, I guess. And then also the House of Black. I feel like that's that's really all you need. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm forgetting like a couple, couple others, but I don't really think you need these giant, giant groups. I mean, I think it's just, honestly, I think it's almost like a crutch just to get people on television. I think you're starting to see that in WWE. A lot of factions that are, that are forming now in WWE, which is great. Cause there was a while where they didn't have any. Now it's like, all right, does everybody need to have a group? Someone... <laughs> does everybody need to have a group. At least they're splitting AJ Styles up from the, from the OC. Like, not everybody needs one. Uh, we did get Tony Campbell with a uh, $5 Humper Chat donation. Thank you so much, uh, Tony. If you do have a message that you want to uh, get out there, send it in. Drew will make sure uh, that I read it before the end of the show tonight. Get your Super Chats in. Get your Humper Chats in. Only way to get your comment guaranteed that's going to get read on the air tonight. We did get a backstage promo with Willow and Chris. And Stokely, Stokely wanting to take accountability for the team's recent failures. And then we get serious Willow. Like, you remember, like, when you were a kid and, then, like, all of a sudden, like, the fun parent got mad mm -hmm. and then shit got real? Yeah, when Willow, the smile fades away off her face and then she stares at the camera and says, y'all going to get your ass whooped? Like Julia and Sky done effed up. Yeah. You take notice when the happy go lucky person gets pissed off. And yes, yes as, as Snap Grapple Pop says, that's a great name, by the way. Willow <laughs> said Willow said a naughty word tonight, and she meant it, damn it. It's all fun and games until it's no longer fun and games, right? This Willow is standing on business, and I believe she's going to kick ass. I'm genuinely scared, and as everyone should be, right? Like, I know Willow's not playing this time around. She's going to come out. The straps are immediately going to be down. She's going to run. She's ready for a fight. <laughs> Let's go. I agree with Zach, though. I'd like for this to be on the main card. I wish it was on the main card. I think there are going to be 12 matches between pre-show and... Uh, and the main card, and I think there's it's, only two women's match. That's the that's the next evolution 
it's for me. weird because I feel like Zero Hour has some matches where you have ac- champions in AEW and they're on the pre-show, but then you have a match like the Scramble and that's in the main card. I feel like some of them should be switched, but I'm not in charge, so I can't I, do anything. Again, I, I feel like we're, we're going to be on the horizon here really soon. Uh, you know, I'll say that until we get to Serena Deeb, though. Let's 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 dive into what Wardlow had to say tonight. Uh, he he got a decent amount of mic time tonight, which I'm I'm glad they gave to him because the guy can talk. Um, he comes out completely dismisses everybody who is in the All Star Scramble and basically starts talking like it is a foregone conclusion uh, that he's going to win this thing. Which, by the way, he should win this thing. But I digress. Um, he starts talking about how he'll knock Hangman's mustache into the third row, how he will, you know, Swerve Strickland might as well just dance his happy ass back to the line. He'll take his spot back from Samoa Joe. He's running down how he's going to whoop everybody's ass in that triple threat match. Chris Jericho comes out because he takes offense to Wardlow. Dismissing everybody in that all-star match. Tells Wardlow that he's an eight-time world champion and Wardlow ain't one shit. So this is Jericho's opportunity to get back to that championship level he thinks he can still get to. And he's not anybody to look past. And tells Wardlow, and this is where I think things really, really got good because honestly... The the one-liners and the drops about each of the championship contenders in that triple threat match almost felt a little too rehearsed and a little too finely written. Like, everything was, like, written out to a point. Like, those were predetermined riffs that he was going to do. When Jericho told Wardlow to stop blaming others for his downfall and maybe people stopped chanting his name because he just wasn't as good as everybody thought he was, and then Wardlow really got pissed off. That's when I thought Wardlow really shines when he was able to take his real life frustrations and then just ball it up and channel it through the microphone. And he talks about how he whoops Max at Max's ass. And then all of a sudden he's not on the show and then he's not on another show and he's not on another show. And he said it, it ate him up and it, it ruined things in his real life he had a falling out with his best friend because he was taking his frustrations at work home with him by the way super relatable thing i'm sure we have all been there to a point where we've been at a a terrible job and it follows us home and it affects us negatively there and he talks about how he sat home for three months with no explanation and no phone call and it just ate him up to the point where now he needed to come back finally when he got his opportunity to remind everybody just who the F he is. When he put the rehearsed lines aside, which I thought were fine, they just felt a little bit forced. But when he started speaking from here and venting his frustrations, that's when he got the crowd into it. That's when he got me into it. And I thought that was a really well-delivered promo tonight. Yeah, so... When Wardlow first came out, I was like, what are we doing? What's happening? I just put a bunch of question marks. I said Wardlow promo. Um, And, you know, Jericho coming out, I was like, this is very interesting because none of the other men are getting like 
spotlight promos, right, for the match that they're having tomorrow, like Wardlow. So I'm like, all right, noted what's going to happen. And I agree with you. I think that the first half of this promo, I was like, man, I was looking at my watch. I'm like, this is, we're getting long here. Like, what what are we doing? <laughs> you got this, a lot of time, yeah. Is this how people felt when they were watching that rock promo? Like, what's happening? <laughs> and... I really, at the end, when he was talking about like, yeah, you know, I was coming back and the week after that, I was taking a step back. And then after that, I was another step down. And after that, another step down. I'm like, all right, here we go. That makes sense because that is what happened. You know, Wardlow was on, like, he was at the top, right? People loved Wardlow. And then it's just, it just, he wasn't able to recover. I feel like he cut off that ponytail and then there was some momentum lost. So especially he was coming back from an injury, right? He wasn't just like as hot as he was before. So the fact that he acknowledged that and he's like, yeah, every week it was like taking a step back, like further away from where I wanted to be. And when you heard his emotion come through, you're like, all right, now it's interesting. But that was, the last two minutes of the whole promo. So maybe we could have started off with Jericho in the ring and then brought out Wardlow to really be like, hey, this is why I'm going to win, not you. Yeah. So I, I thought that would have been better. Yeah. Instead, yeah. Instead of having Jericho be miffed about it, mm -hmm. right? You could just have Jericho come out and say, hey, this is my, just, yeah, just have, like, start, start with Jericho saying, hey, this is my opportunity to get back to the championship level. And then you have Wardlow come out and say, uh, excuse me, don't you overlook me. Mm -hmm. Forget that I'm overlooking you, you know, yeah. and do it kind of reverse. And you could have saved a little bit more time and maybe giving it to and one of the women. Exactly. There we go. There we go. <laughs> We're on the same page. Then you could have given it to Thunder Rosa. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. Uh, let's see. Don't forget, guys, get your super chats in, get your humper chats in. We will read every single one of them before the uh, the show goes off the air. Um, Wardlow tells Jericho to get his happy ass in the ring if he wants to throw down and see how good he actually is. Jericho starts the ever so slow walk to the ring that telegraphs that something is coming from behind him, and it is, in fact, uh, powerhouse Hobbs who lays him out, and then Hobbs is screaming, Remember me. I'm in this match too. Uh, I could be happy with Hobbs winning. I could be happy with Wardlow winning. I do think it needs to be one of those two. Um, I don't know. How you feel about this scramble match? Um, I want Lance Archer to win. I feel like Lance, <laughs> you're laughing, but I feel like Lance is always giving the short end of the stick. Like this man is the murder hawk monster. And he ne you never give him the time to shine. Like, I feel like this sucks. Like, <laughs> being, a Lance, being a Lance Archer fan, you're just like, come on. When is it going to be my turn? And I feel like Hobbs, it didn't work out with the Don Callis thing. So throw, it, throw that out the window. Um, Hook, Hook might have a really good showing in this match, right? I think it's going to be um, really good for him. Uh, Chris Jericho doesn't need the championship, right? I feel like Wardlow, I get the story, but you don't need it. Um, Brian Cage also, I maybe, right? Brian Cage is like in the middle for me. I don't know. Dante, I'm so sorry, bro. You're not winning. Love you, though. Have all the, the support and the it, love. It, enjoy, getting, enjoy eating that pin because you know that's happening. It's not. <laughs> happening so my vote is for lance archer and i know he might he's probably not gonna win tomorrow i feel so bad um so if you guys see that he doesn't win tomorrow don't say anything to me in social media all right i will be checked out 
Um, <laughs> just based off of history alone, I would bet the field on that one. Oh my god! Just just based off of his. And, and I'm doing the post show for that tomorrow. It's gonna be me, Cresta, and Phil. So I'm gonna be in tears talking about this match. Are you are you the only three from the fightful team who's not in Greensboro? <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, and because Sean is gonna call in, so Lord Jesus, you might have to call in too. Who knows? He's probably like, yeah, sure, Rick, why not? It's gonna be good. Sorry, I lost my uh, lost my headphones there for a second. I couldn't couldn't hear you. Anyway, that. Well, I got it fixed. Sean's calling in, so you can call in probably too. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> hey, you know what? I might just, in fact, do that. Uh, we got to do a weird thing here real quick all right we get we got to switch formats here uh i gotta do it for a quick second because sean has another message for you guys but not to do too inside baseball i i didn't have the ad on 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 that brand so here we go <sighs> let's be real big nasty pubes are gross you want that tree to Is stand it plain? taller Sometimes you got to do a little bit of landscaping. It's not playing, Rick. You got to do a little bit of manscaping <laughs> with manscaped.com. What do you mean it's not playing? You're muted, but it's not playing. Off your order and get free shipping. What a deal. And how about that? I hit the, They've got a ton I hit of deal. Thing. Was Keep that not, not playing? No, it's not playing. We're still here. Uh, no, you just changed the screen. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What is I happening? I switched the thing. First of all, why can't I be Kate? That was rude. I want to be Kate. What is what is happening? I am on the floor. Oh, Kate says it's playing. Okay. Well, we'll try that again. Okay. All right. We'll try that again. I don't know what you're talking about, Iridian. It's not Jeez. playing for me. All right. Well, we'll, we'll play it again. <sighs> Let's be real. Big nasty pubes are gross. You want that tree to stand taller. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of landscaping. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of manscaping. With manscaped.com and that code FIFA, you're going to save 20% off your order and get free shipping. What a deal. And how about this? They've got a ton of deals on that site. They got a lot of bundles, a lot of packages to help out your package. But it's not just your package, it's your body, it's your hair. They got deodorant. They've got shampoo. They've got foot deodorant. They got ball toner. They got everything at manscaped.com. And when you use that code FIFO, get 20% off your order and free shipping. Just a plethora of different options. Maybe you want to try a little bit of everything. Maybe you just want to try one thing. Well, Manscaped and the code FIFO will get you there. Make that tree stand taller and trim it up a little bit with Manscaped. There we go. All right. Let's get this train back on the tracks there we go what is happening <laughs> so people say that the ad was playing but they could still hear us which doesn't happen normally like once it plays like we'll both become muted and you became muted on my end so i don't know what yeah happened. you're well i noticed to me i knew something was weird because you weren't muted yeah i was you weren't uh, which is why i was like okay am i the only one who is seeing this right now and then i'm like all right let's stop it and then and you then, were, and then you were Kate for a little bit, and I was Lexus. So there's there was a lot going on, but yeah, there was, there was or, moral of the story, guys. Tomorrow there is a pay per view, and please use deodorant. Please put it on. <laughs> it's very important, okay. And someone on Twitter was like, "It's not. Don't use Axe, guys. Axe. Don't use it. Use real deodorant. 
It might cost a dollar more. It might be cheaper. Honestly, do use that. Both. Smell you, nice. Both. No, yeah. don't. You can't mix the smells. All right. You can't smell bad and then put on Axe and then put deodorant on. They don't cancel each other out. It just emphasizes it. So let's just put the deodorant on. Fightful's got that code. So please use it. This is why I like sitting in press boxes because at least I know, like, <laughs> at least I know my colleagues are going to be, we're, we're, we're going to be good. We're, we're going to be, we're going to be good there. So, yeah. All right. Let's get this, let's get this show back on track. <laughs> we had Serena D backstage. She's talking with Lexi. She says, no one has really challenged her since her return. And she's talking. And she's talking about how she's the best. And she kind of puts the, the bat signal out there for anybody to to step up and challenge her. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, like anyone, like, like anyone, Serena, like, like literally it's like some big name free agent. Who's not really a free agent because they've been under contract for months. According to Sean Rossap, subscribe to Fightful Select. Um, I'm sitting here and I'm waiting. I'm like, okay, give, give me the tease. Give me the drop. Give me the something. And then. She calls herself the final boss and asks somebody to, to step up to her. That's a trigger word. You can't say boss around me because I immediately go to Michael Cole. It's boss time. <laughs> it's so, not boss time yet. Not yet. It's going to be in Boston. Yes. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. We're, getting, we're getting Mercedes Monet and Serena Deeb and Iridian. I'm, I'm effing here for it. Do you think that's going to be the first match that they give Mercedes is Serena Deeb? Yeah, why the hell not? I, I think she has, she's come back. She's decimated people. She's building herself up. They called her undefeated since she came back. I think thrust, again, like we talked about, maybe you put Mercedes right in the, immediately. She steps up to Tony, but giving her somebody else out of the gate Let's her sink her teeth in a little bit, gives her somebody credible that she can beat, and then she can step up to Tony or Deanna once they're done because it allows them to uh, kind of elongate their feud a little bit. Hopefully, again, it's not a one-off this weekend. Um, yeah, I would be fine with that. I, I would I would 100% be fine with that unless somebody else you know shows up. Like we get a Brian Danielson, Adam Cole type situation where Oh yeah, Mercedes is here. Oh, but Brit's also back. Or Jamie Hayter's also back. You know, and that's why I think to answer that question from earlier, mm. the light is at the end of the tunnel for more than one women's match on the main card on a pay-per-view. More than two matches that are squash matches on a collision because with the amount of talent that they're starting to get stacked up now that Julia Hart is back and healthy, once Jamie Hayter returns, once, um, you know, Britt Baker is back, you add Mercedes, you've already added Deanna's, uh, Serena Deeb is back. Look, it's, it's going to kind of be like what WWE has become with its women's division. You're going to have to give them time because you can't keep them down. You just can't there. There it's, it, it's inevitable that they're going to start taking over some of these shows. Yeah. I I hope that that happens, that the women are starting to get featured more prominently, that we get two, three, four women's matches, you know, throughout a pay-per-view, which I know people are going to be like, that's so crazy. But what's also crazy is the fact that it took so long that it's going to take Mercedes to come in for the women to get ample time on television. Um, and that's, that sucks. 
no, I no, thought no. it was going to happen when Soraya showed up. I like, thought it was going to happen when Soraya showed up, when Ruby Soho showed up. And it's a story that's happened over and over again. And we just keep disregarding the women and their, their time. You know, when Willow was brought up, we're like, oh, my God, you know, cool. You know, we're getting fresh, young, young, young talent and nothing. And you put her, she won the, the women's uh, Owen Hart tournament, nothing. So if we keep getting nothing out of that, I'm just like, it's frustrating. So hopefully with Mercedes they don't put her on the back burner and they really focus on their women's division because they have a wonderful women's division. It's going to be stacked. I know there are a lot of injuries right now, but you still have so many great women on the roster right now. So they need, and there are other free agents, you know, look, we, we Megan Bain and, and Camille being tossed around in the, uh, in the chat. Like that's the thing, man. Like I know WWE is on the verge of, signing Julia whenever she's done with her her overseas commitments. But, like, at the same time, WWE almost doesn't need, need any more women right now. That's kind of how they were able to say, yeah, look, we we, we love you, Mercedes, but where, where, where are you going to fit? <laughs> you know, maybe that was part of the negotiation tactics. Like, yeah, we could give Mercedes a ton of money to come back, and it would be great. But at the same time, we already got Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch and – Bailey and Charlotte and yeah, hey, we just brought up Tiffany Stratton and she's freaking great. And we just Billy. signed, we just re-signed Naomi and we got Bianca Belair and oh yeah, we got Jade Cargill and hey, we got Roxanne Perez and Sol Luca and all these other girls down in NXT. Like I could keep going on and on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, it's these women's divisions. They're not one to be played with. No. So I hope that AEW really steps it up with this one because a squash mash like the, the one that thunder rosa had tonight we can't be having those especially with a name like thunder rosa and this might be because you know they're bringing back the rankings and the women need to start picking up some wins but sure. that doesn't mean that you can't give them matches of substance that's not what that means sure uh we did get thunder rosa in action tonight um against cassandra golden um, not somebody I'm too familiar with. And this was the match that you completely missed because yes. you went to go. <laughs> so please tell me about it because I heard her music and I'm like, oh my God, Thunder Rose is on. Great. And then I get to my couch and there's no Thunder Rose on the screen. There was a commercial. And then I come back and then it's the main event. <laughs> what happened? Uh, well, it was very, it, it was a shorter match than what we got earlier in the night with Mariah May, uh, Thunder Rosa, um, slapped Miss Cassandra around the ring a little bit, hit a really wicked looking double stop. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Up from the top rope, uh, drove her shoulder straight into the mat. It looked gnarly. Uh, Thunder Rosa then slapped in a reverse wrist lock. I, I, a wrist lock that also put pressure on the, um, on the shoulder. I wish I knew the technical term for it. Uh, they didn't give it a name on commentary. Cassandra tapped out, but then we had Thunder Rosa beckon the camera over to her. She gets in the corner, 
and she tells the camera, Hey, it's time for story time. I'm here now. It's my time. I'm not backing down. So she might be next in line for an AEW women's world title shot because commentary mentioned multiple times tonight. She never lost that championship. She had to relinquish it due to injury. So maybe she's being lined up next. Uh, if this does in fact end up being a, a one-off, maybe Mercedes going with Serena is to open up time for Thunder Rosa to challenge Tony storm next potentially. Interesting. Very interesting. Oh my God. I, I love Thunder Rosa. <laughs> It's like, and I know she's got power, right? Because two weeks ago, for the past two weeks, they put her at 7.20 instead of 8.20 Central Standard Time. So I'm like, great. She's probably back there yelling at Tony saying, you're going to put my match on in the first hour, not the second hour. But this time she was the second hour. She was the second hour. Yep. So, I don't know. Steps back for me. Uh, we did have one other match before we get to the main event. Private Party versus Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel. Uh, all right. One being he sucks. Ten being let's go. He should do. He should be doing it more awesome or more often. How would you rate Christopher Daniels' dancing ability? It was it wasn't terrible. I've seen worse. Absolutely seen worse. Um, probably like a six. <laughs> I, I don't think that's terrible. What what would you rate it? Ah, uh, I don't know. Uh, how about the Italian judge gives it a six point five? Okay. Yeah. Solid. See, I feel okay. So we're on the same boat with that. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. I've absolutely seen worse. <laughs> now I asked that same. I'll ask that same question for uh, Sanjay Dutt, who was breaking it down oh after Jarrett and his boys came down and helped Private Party get the win in this match tonight. I feel like Christopher Daniels was a little bit more smooth with it, right? And Sanjay was just like going for it, which sometimes can go against you. So in this case, I'm going to give him a four. <laughs> you know what, though? I appreciate people who put their all into it. Yeah. Right? So Not for that, I got I, for that. I got to give him at least a six because like he he knows he's bad at it, probably, but just really did not care. And there's just, you know. <laughs> there, there, there's a part of me that got that has to give extra credit for that like i know i suck at dancing i don't even try yeah <laughs> i don't have the confidence to step out on the dance floor and even try i remember the one time i was cast in a musical in high school iridian i had to learn how to do a waltz a waltz I could not look up at my partner i stepped on this woman's feet so many damn times she was a saint for putting up with me. I swear to God. I got I got three left feet. That's how bad I am. What musical was it? Oh, it was bad. It was, uh, what was it called? Songs from the Tall Grass. It was a oh. really terrible freaking musical. Yeah, it was bad. Interesting. It was bad. No, it's people, not. People are not being kind with these ratings in the comments. <laughs> oh, God. A negative 700, Michael. Damn it. Insane. Pun intended. Like, jeez. Good Lord. Okay, so I was a little confused by this match because I know Matt Seidel and Christopher Daniels are mostly on Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, and I don't watch Ring of Honor. So seeing them, I'm like, oh, okay. And I know Private Party's having this, um, I don't want to say like revamp, 
but they kind of are, right? They're coming up again and they're building their, they're establishing themselves in the tag team division again yeah. after Mark Quinn had been injured. So this is- And I'm glad he's back because I really, really like Mark Quinn. Yeah, Private Party is great. Their intro is insane. Love it. But Jeff Jarrett and his group coming out, I was very confused. And I almost thought that I missed something in like a Dynamite or a, a Rampage or a Collision. Like, what happened? Why is, is Jay Lethal helping? Are, are they feuding? Somebody let me know. Guys, you have to let me know because I feel like I missed something. Um, They are teaming together on the pre-show. Okay tomorrow so uh on the pre-show it's a 12-man tag team match you got the bang bang scissor gang so it's going to be all six of those guys against jeff jarrett satnam singh jay lethal willie mack and private party so and that's that's kind of the story that uh, felt like they were kind of welcoming private party to to the group and they're all like hey we helped you win now let's let's dance to your theme and then you had sanjay breaking it down and yeah. That's, that's so weird. I don't like that. And then the, I don't know if it kind of felt like private party was joining Jeff Jarrett's group, which I was like, please, no more factions. We have too many. Like we was, just talked about this with the, the scissor me bang bang gang. And like, no, like, no, we don't need it. So here's the thing. So this is this is what has happened. There are so many factions now that AEW is becoming college football in which they are now <laughs> their, their conference realignment. We're doing faction realignment for these super factions now. So you've had the formation of the bang, bang scissor gang, which is like the big 10. And, and now you, you get, you get Jeff Jarrett's team, which is like the pack 12. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're bringing in, uh, they're bringing in private party and they're gonna, we're going to be getting sooner or later already. We're going to end up with six super factions in aew and it's just going to be constant chaos and that's what's going to happen this is too much i don't like it especially because i've not liked jeff jarrett's crew for a long time they're they're, they're not changing the game you. right they're not changing the game like what ain't they great i don't like it i'm not here for it <laughs> because also yeah jay lethal gets featured a lot but what's jeff jarrett doing what's karen doing what's um Sanjay, I feel like could be a really good manager somewhere else to some other person. And you really have Satnam Singh just chilling. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. So we need to be better. If you're going to put him in a whole group, make it mean something, right? At least when you had the Jericho Appreciation Society, you kind of knew everyone's role in the group. And in Jeff Jarrett's stuff, it's like, mm, I don't know what's happening. I really don't. And how many times have they teased dissension with that group? Like, I kind of keep waiting for them to just, like, split. And, and then they never happen. do. <laughs> it's just, just yeah. one big, happy, dysfunctional family. They just keep rolling right along. Yeah. One thing I was here for was this uh, eight-man tag match main event tonight. Um, I just kind of stopped taking notes because it was absolute chaos. Yeah. Uh, but one of the th and, and I love and in the best way possible, right? Because you had Orange Cassidy, Trent Beretta, Hook, Daniel Garcia. Which, by the way, one thing I wanted to say real quick, going back to the Jericho Appreciation Society, I know a lot of people like to to shit on that group, but it really did help elevate Daniel Garcia. Oh, being, yeah. being with Chris Jericho. So, in in essence, it did it succeeded in at least one aspect of did, that yeah uh 
those four guys going up against Christian Cage, Killswitch, Brian Cage, and Roddy Strong. And I'm I'm looking at these two groups, Iridian, and I'm like, all right, who's taking the L tonight? Is it <laughs> Brian Cage or is it Trent Beretta? Because I felt like those were the only two guys. Those were the only two guys. And thank God that Trent got to cook in this match because he did. He got a lot of offense in. He was hitting around with some of the heavy players, guys who were booked on the show tomorrow night. I'm like, oh, damn, man. He going to end up taking the loss. And, of course, Trent Beretta ended up taking the loss in this one. Uh, with the help, though, with help, it wasn't clean. Nick Wayne got involved, you know, hit him in the back of the head with the elbow there. Kill switch ends up getting the W uh, after he takes him out. I think he hit the choke slam if memory serves correct. Um, but the thing that stood out the most for me, besides Trent's performance tonight, because I thought Trent was great and he was a standout in this, was was really the continued story elevation between Orange Cassidy and Roddy Strong. And the the absolute savagery of the Undisputed Kingdom at the end of this match where Roddy puts in the Boston Crab on the injured back after he hits the backbreaker on orange Cassidy. How long did he have him in that? It felt like three minutes, like the last three minutes of the show, he had orange Cassidy locked in this Boston crab. And then you had the Taven and, and uh, Matt Bennett just kicking the man in the back as it was going on, like the absolute savagery of that, but the showmanship between those two guys and Roddy just doing the, the slow kicks on Trent in the corner, just trying to both psychologically and physically Roddy strong got over on orange Cassidy tonight. Yeah. I think the beginning and the end of this go home show, really the stars of it, because the middle was really questionable. I'm not going to lie to you. I was really like (laughs) doubting halfway through the show. I'm like, I don't know. What are we doing here? I didn't, it was a tape show. I didn't have a high expectations. Yes. uh, Really, really interesting. I don't know, but Danny being heavily featured and Daddy Magic on commentary was great. I thought, you know, DG, like you said, this really made him look like a star. He was getting a lot of time in there and they were bringing it up on commentary. Like, why did he why did he not tag? Like, he's just going to continue to suffer in this match. But I think that that proves something. And, you know, we're going to hopefully continue to see Danny Garcia on the come up. So I thought that was good. And you and I talked about this before, too. Roddy and Orange furthering their storyline i think that's going to be great do i do i want roddy to take that championship off of orange absolutely not Uh, you're in the minority on that one there are a lot of people in the chat right now who are who want uh next strong to to, to take this bad boy i mean i want orange to not have that championship but i don't know i mean i guess it has to be roddy right because they've just built up the the undisputed kingdom but aren't they i don't know I, uh, I just don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like a story tomorrow night mm-hmm. because obviously a lot of a lot of it's going to be on Sting and and Darby, and then the story is going to be okay if they win that. Uh, what what do we do with the tag team titles now? Right, I'm not sure if that's been addressed yet. That might be a question for Tony after the show. Um, I don't know if anybody asked him that on the on the conference call this week because I ended up missing it because I had like the worst migraine of my entire life. But uh, I digress. So one of the big things I want to see out of this show is the next step forward for the United Kingdom. Undisputed Kingdom, excuse me. I'm tired. <laughs> I am so tired, you guys. The Undisputed Kingdom is Roddy winning because when they came out and they did 
you know, that whole big thing. And they said, Hey, look, these guys are going to go out and they're going to win this. This guy's going to win this. And Wardlow's going to win that championship for me, Adam Cole, right? Mm-hmm. Um, take the next steps to doing that. Have Roddy strong, take the international title off of orange Cassidy, have Wardlow become the number one contender and get Adam Cole back on TV and, and talking and, and set up the next phases for this storyline and, and continue to build this up because these guys were the hottest thing over the, the entire summer. We didn't know it was them, but with, with Max carrying the belt, it's like, okay, now they've kind of fallen down into the middle of the card here where they were so heavily featured when they had masks on and now they've been unmasked and it's kind of been secondary story stuff. So I'd like to see them take that next step forward as the faction, you know, because I didn't know that Wardlow was still with them because he doesn't come out with them. Um, What we might need to do is actually put the masks back on. Honestly, I feel like <laughs> that might work. That might be what why it's not hitting as, or maybe it's just not hitting for me, right? I don't know how a lot of other people feel, but like I feel a little disconnect between the Undisputed Kingdom when Adam's not there. And it's like, yeah, we kind of knew Adam was behind the mask, right? So I don't know if I believe or if it's believable to me that Roddy is a leader in that group. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah, he's kind of like, he's kind of like, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah. And I think that's part of the problem with injuries, right? Is because Adam's still not 100%. Mm. The ankle injury was as bad as it was. So my theory on that uh, was shot in the foot, pun intended. Um, MJF is dealing with shoulder problems. Don't know when he's going to come back still don't really officially know what his contract situation is and whether or not he's going to be there any anyway um so yeah it, it's kind of that's kind of put a hamper on things but hopefully they these guys can can pick things back up so it's going to be interesting to see uh what goes down tomorrow uh the show ended though once again with daddy magic just showing his love for daniel garcia he ends up biting the bullet and gets choke threat choke slam through the corner of a chair uh in the middle of the ring we all i think that i think commentary said this we all need somebody in our lives like daddy magic who's just ready to take that that bullet for us who would get choke slammed through a chair we really do you know he was out there like a true daddy he goes out and takes the the hit for his kid for danny you know he's always looking out for him and this definitely goes into that like support that he has because any Danny Garcia match he is out there on commentary he's hyping him up cheering him on and he really loves that kid so I really don't want to see Luchasaurus or Kill Switch <laughs> go after him that's not fair <laughs> Aridian, he's trying to love him Aridian, I would take a choke slam through a chair for you I'm just saying that that's so nice. Thank you. Not well, that we would completely empty words because we're never going to be in that situation. I was <laughs> going to say, when when would you ever see yourself in that situation? I don't, I don't know. know. We've, we've only ever been in the same room once. Once. <laughs> One time. One time. So, yeah. I you, think, you think Sean would do that for us? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. Oh, Not a chance. Yeah. All right, Arena, what you got going on? Where can people find you? You guys can head over to Rest Friends. That's W-R-E-S-T Friends on YouTube and subscribe to my channel. I have good interviews up there. We have vlogs. We I recently 
did a, you know, AEW has their mobile game. So I did a review on that. Let me tell you, Hangman Page gets kidnapped, okay? Kidnapped <laughs> in that game. Spoiler, you guys will love it. Um, check it out. I thought it was really, really good. And every Saturday, you can find me here after the AEW Collision Post show, uh, on the AEW Collision Post show with Rick and Cresta. And tomorrow, head over to Fightful again, and you can see me on the Revolution Post show with Cresta and Sean and Phil from Grap City. So that's going to be a good time. Rick, where can our beautiful Fightful family find you? Uh, follow me on Twitter, X, uh, Instagram, threads, which I never use, but whatever. If it's a, if it's a social media platform that exists, chances are you can find me at, at that name right there. Rick Uccino, R-I-C-K-U-C-C-H-I-N-O. That's the one-stop shop for all of my work, whether it is here at Fightful, uh, when I have time to grace you all with my smiling face i won't be here next saturday unfortunately but i will be the following saturday um whether it is my work for uh sports illustrated or for sb nation or local radio on 700 wow speaking of reviews by the way iridian um y'all may want to follow me on on x by the way because very soon later on this month i will be having a review come out this really awesome book that i got to read uh a little bit early um yeah you know all the great reviews that it's gotten already they're underselling it and i know i'm a becky lynch homer this book is spectacular and i can't wait to dive into detail about everything that i i loved about it so uh that review is going to be coming out later this month uh for uh sb nation so uh make sure to follow me on twitter that'll be the place to get it uh iridian and crest will be back next saturday and then maybe for the first time in what seems like 10 years so we'll all be back the week after that potentially hope so yeah we'll see hang on <laughs> let me check make sure i'm obligated no more super chats no more humper chats uh thank you guys so much always great to chat with you appreciate uh, all the passion in the comments section and for keeping it nice and friendly. That's not always the case on some of these <laughs> post shows that I do elsewhere. I appreciate the love in this room. Thank you guys so much. Thank you already. And we'll see you guys down the line. Enjoy revolution tomorrow and make sure to come back right here on the FIFA YouTube channel. Hang out with Iridian and Phil and, and who else? Cresta. Yeah. And Sean and Sean. Sean will be checking in. And maybe I'll check in from the road. Maybe I'll just take over Sean's stream. <laughs> take care, everybody. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.